0: and welcome to episode three today i figured you know what i just recently gave a keynote at toastmasters and i thought this is a fantastic opportunity to make a podcast because what i was talking about is speaking with confidence so let's get into that now Welcome to the No Nonsense Podcast. On this show, I help new managers become more confident leaders, and I do this with no-nonsense sense, if that makes any sense. And assuming it does, get your coffee, because the show will start. So when we're talking about speaking with confidence, I've got two different areas we could be talking about. The first one is when you are out and about, you're at a wedding, you're at a dinner, and it's just a casual or impromptu conversation. These conversations are, I mean, they're important and you have to have a level of confidence, but that's not the one we're talking about. What we're talking about is speaking when with confidence when it's a planned presentation a planned pitch or a speech or a podcast or a YouTube video. If I'm wrapping it up into my own life, which sometimes we do. So that's what we're going to talk about is how to have confidence. When, you know, you have to give a presentation, when you know, you have to have something to say. Now, the first thing that I want you to consider is that you need to practice this. There's that old, you know, that cheesy idea of standing in front of a mirror and reciting your speech. (laughs) And I remember, this may be surprising to some of you, but I hated public speaking in school. I remember crying. I remember being so nervous and scared. But with practice, I was able to do it. And as an adult, I've got over 230 videos. That is my practice. That has helped me become a more confident speaker. It has helped me become more confident when I'm presenting. Now, another way to add confidence, and this is still in step number one, is plan what you're going to say. For myself, for example, I have my show notes. I have notes that I've, you know, numbered one through six, not to tell you that six is the end of the podcast, but I've numbered mine one through six. I have a plan as to what I'm going to say so that if I go off track, which I sometimes do, I can wrap right back around and pick up on my show notes or on my my podcast plan. And then I visualize you have to visualize how you see your presentation going. You want to visualize People smiling, people nodding, people understanding. You want to visualize that everything is making sense. To me, that encompasses the idea of practicing, planning, and visualizing. This is your first step. Seeing it happen. Making it so that you can easily succeed. Now, the next part, and this is more not when you're doing a podcast, but when you're presenting in front of people or even on a Zoom. You want to stand or sit with purpose. You want to sit or stand with your shoulders back. You want to be breathing deep breaths, relaxed breaths. You want to look the part. You may not be able to see it right now, but I am wearing the absolutely fantastic Get Your Café sweater. Because that is my, that is my comfy place. That signals to me that it's go time. It's time to present. It's time to, you know, turn up the energy because I have you listening or I have somebody watching a video or somebody listening and watching me on a Zoom call. So that is how I prepare and get into the state of feeling confident. You want to keep your chin up, keep your shoulders back. This may sound like I'm repeating myself because I am, but... Visual, picture somebody talking to you with their with their shoulders slumped, their head down, and they're talking soft, and they're talking like they don't they don't know what they're gonna say next. And you feel for them, your heart can bleed for them. It feels awkward for you watching. So don't make that error of presenting a weak position in yourself and of yourself. Present strong. Present tall, even if you're not so tall. <laughs> the next thing i want you to understand is that you need to own the room if you're giving a presentation if you're giving a speech if you by chance have been called to go on the dr phil show and your nerves are getting the best of you and you're feeling absolutely terrified i want you to understand the room is yours why is the room yours? That's very simple. Because somebody has asked you to speak. Somebody has given you the opportunity to share your knowledge. That is why you are there. So allow yourself to understand you are the speaker that people want to hear. Even if it's just a presentation, you know, to your coworkers, other managers, other leaders, and you're just sharing some KPIs some key performance indicators how you've improved from you know last month to this month the people are there to hear you explain what has happened so they want you there you're the you know you're you're the the main guest you're the keynote speaker at that moment so be confident that you have something to say and that somebody else has vouched for you. Somebody has said, this is the person who needs to say it. I brought up Dr. Phil earlier. I want to tell you how scared I was for five straight days. I have never been so nervous and so scared for such a long length of time. The one thing that stuck out when I was talking to the producer, and listen, I should know this. I'm the guy talking about it. This should be natural, but understand we all get pushed in positions where we're not quite comfortable and we lose our train of thought. But the producer said to me, Mike, we just, we need you to be you because that's the video that we saw of you. That's the interviews that you've had with us. That's all you have to do. And as simple as that sounded, it was very profound for me because I, I, I wrote on my notes over everything else. They want Mike because that's what they wanted. And that's what was the most calming before I started my broadcast with Dr. Phil. The most calming thing that I wrote was they want Mike. And I want you to understand that if you're giving a presentation or you're giving a speech or a sales pitch, you're in the room because they want you. The next thing that you must understand is the kiss principle keep it simple (laughs) silly i don't like calling people stupid so we'll just say keep it simple silly what does that mean when you're nervous or when you feel a huge amount of pressure sometimes you default into using bigger words than you usually use or using Jargon that is industry specific and it's, it's stuff that to anybody that's not in your particular niche, one, they may not understand exactly what you're saying Two, it's sometimes sounds like you're trying to sound more important than you are. And this isn't to say you're not important, but when you use words that are outside of your normal vocabulary. It makes people, at least in my experience, it can make people feel a little bit uneasy. When you talk normal, when you talk such as I'm having a conversation with you, um, it's natural. People are used to listening to somebody have natural conversations. So the more jargon you can get rid of and just, just dumb it down, is going to make your speech your presentation your pitch that much more relatable it's also going to make you feel much more natural when you're talking because the reality is is that yes people are are there to listen to a specific knowledge point or base that from you but they're not there to listen to a robot they want to hear it in a natural, conversational way. And that's one of the key parts of speaking with confidence is being able to take what some people say is the scariest thing in life, speaking in public, and turning it into a conversation. Now, look at myself. I am having a conversation with one at the moment. It's me, the studio, and the microphone. Of course, you're listening. I mean, I hope somebody's listening to this out in podcast world, but I am, to my knowledge, keeping it the most conversational. We're not going over bullet point, bullet point, uh, you know, industry jargon. It's natural. Since I just said we're not going in through bullet points, but bullet point number five is slow down. And be comfortable with silence. When we get nervous or when we show that maybe we're not quite as confident in our delivery as we want to be or feel we should be, we tend to speed things up. Now, if you're listening to me, you say, Mike, but you speak fast. That's my natural tone. And I do have to pay attention to slowing it down. I am a fast talker. My nerves for myself My nerves kick in and make me want to talk. It's a do or die for myself. But what I have to think about and what I hope you think about is just slowing it down, having a natural conversational discussion, speaking in a natural tone. And then when we speak, when I I was talking about speaking, you know, being comfortable with silence, Don't be afraid to pause just like I did there. Sometimes there's nothing wrong with a pause. There's the pause is one for you to collect your thoughts and not saying, um, uh, but to think about what it is that you're trying to say. It also is kind of like an exclamation point so that as your audience is listening, they have time to dial in on where that pause is because words, I mean, obviously, words have meanings. But pauses can give great meaning to what you're saying as well. So do not, do not be concerned with a pause in the conversation. Do not be concerned with a pause in your delivery because you can use that moment to regain your thoughts. And I find that when when you're giving a presentation, especially if you're nervous and you're not as confident as you want to be, your nerves will have a chance or an opportunity to try to fill in the gaps. Fight with yourself. Allow for the pause to be there and think about what it is you need to say next. And then the final point is that allow yourself to smile. I don't know if you can feel it as I'm saying this podcast, but I smile when I do podcasts, partly because I absolutely love the idea of this. Had, had anybody told me that podcasts were this much easier than YouTube, I would have been straight to podcasts, but the path has been chosen. But I love talking about what I talk about. I love sharing what I'm sharing. If you don't, that's okay. But put the smile on your face because it will make people relate to you a lot easier. And with the smile, also don't be afraid to use your hands. Myself, I don't know if it's always been the case or since I married an Italian, but I talk a lot with my hands. Your hands Make you seem normal. This can even be on a Zoom call, a Zoom conference. But have your hands up. My hand, my elbows right now are on my armrests and my hands cannot stop moving. Even if I sit on them, they're going to escape. Now, when I talk about using your hands, you can also put them in your pocket. There's a stance that I'm thinking Don Draper from Mad Men right now, where he has his hands in his slacks and his jacket is kind of folding over his his wrists and there's a stance where it's very confident now don't do a whole presentation with your hands in your pockets but that is something that i see as there's a there's an air of confidence sometimes that's the thing speaking with confidence is all about at least in my mind, to get started, it's the illusion of confidence. It's the idea of maybe you're you're feeling nervous, but part of that means you're excited. So if you can just have that look of confidence and then the people listening to you, the people watching you, they feel that and they start to relax because they're not worried for you. Because you, have you ever watched on stage and somebody, they're just crumbling? And at least for me, I get that knot in my stomach. Like, oh my goodness. Oh, this is so embarrassing. If you overcome that with confidence and say, I'm not sinking the ship right now. I'm going to have a moment of silence. I'm going to figure out what it is I need to say. I'm going to remember that I am here for a reason. That helps with your body language the smile and how you move your hands. So that's, you know, the six steps that I have for speaking with confidence. But I want to finish this podcast. I want to finish it with three assumptions. The first assumption is that you have the the information your audience is looking for. That's why you've been brought up stage. That's why you are standing in front of the you know, the the boardroom because you have the information they want. So give them what they asked for. The next assumption is assume that as you're speaking, things are going to go wrong. You are going to be short on time or you're going to be talking too long or you're going to forget something or you're going to fumble. You're going to drop your pen. You're going to drop the pointer. When you assume that things are going to go wrong, and you can learn to laugh at it and just accept that this is the way it is, all of a sudden, it doesn't seem so important. It's just like when you're talking to your spouse, your your mother, your father, your co-worker, and you're just in conversation, and you forget your train of thought. Do you cry? No. You're laughing. And you're like, what was I saying? Circle back. That shows that you're human. That shows that you're normal. And people love you. And relax around normal. And finally, this is the biggest assumption. Where 99.999, this is not a true fact, but you get the gist. But the last assumption I think is very easy to make. Is that no matter how badly you may screw up. No matter how hard it seems or how you feel like you really dropped the ball. At the end of the day... Did you die? Are you, I mean, you may feel it, but are you actually going to die because you messed this up? You may get a slap on the wrist. You may lose a sale. But if you learn from it and you don't die, you will be that much more confident for the next time you speak. And you have to promise yourself, no matter how horrible things may seem, and this is how you feel, But no matter how horrible you feel about this presentation, you have to promise yourself it's not your last one. That you will learn from any errors, any mistakes, and you will continue on. So remember, assume people want to hear from you. Assume things are going to go wrong. And assume you're not going to die. When you have those in check, speaking with confidence will become that much easier. Now, done the podcast, grab the podcast notes because I have a link in there for 14 things that new managers and seasoned managers must know. I promise you, there is more than one thing in there that you could use a refresher on. So grab it. It's yours. It's a gift from me to you. So let me finish up here and I will talk to you in the next podcast. Ciao.